What's up, everybody? You're listening back to the feature. I'm Joseph. I'm Edward. This is the podcast where we take our shirts off, rub each other's nipples, and talk about movies. Wait, first or last? <laughs> oh, I guess only half of that's true. All right, so today, uh, per Edward's request, we're going to be discussing Selena. Yeah, I felt the Mexican in me. I had to get it out. The only reason I brought it up is because they're going to make a supposedly a Netflix series about it. So I was like, I want to go in on the original movie. And even both times, I mean, I feel like her dad was behind the whole entire thing. I don't know. I feel like he's money hungry. I don't know the guy in person, but, you know, from stories I've heard, you know, so if you're willing to slap your daughter on a trash bag and sell him to H-E-B, I mean, you can't tell me it's not about the money. It's a grocery bag, but what's the difference? Same thing. All right. Um, yeah. So before we jump into that, what's going on, man? How was your week? My week was good. I saw a few films, uh, nothing new, um, but I started watching The Green Inferno with my dad at work, mm. and he's all obsessed with it. He can't wait to uh, finish it, but what sucks is like um, I had started that Cinemax trial, mm-hmm. and so like when we started the movie, uh, it was like my last day, and now I had to go and give him my money just so I could finish it. Oh, I see. But at least I have a month you know, extra. Yeah. That's only like, what, seven bucks? Ten. Oh, <laughs> $10. Fuck that. No, I'm just kidding. Three extra dollars. Um, no, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Green Inferno. Do you remember we went and saw that in the theater? Yeah. Right? And yeah. We were leaving and uh, that's when we heard the, I guess, the spoiler at the end. We thought it was over and we were walking out. Yeah. there's And like... so, yeah, like his sister is like, I saw my brother. Yeah. I'm from some GPS. The satellite yeah, or Satellite something. crap. Yeah. We didn't see it. I actually like went and YouTubed it to like see that clip, the end clip. Was it worth the wait? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Oh. I was sad, man. I thought that movie was going to be a lot better than what it was, but yeah. Yeah, I don't remember what we didn't like about it. I, uh, I, I can't quite remember. It was remember. just ridiculous. Remember that one guy was like masturbating and when they like oh, catch them, he's just yeah. like, Ugh, like. Okay, I forgot about, see, I, I'm watching it again and like I'm uh, I'm at the part where they're like hacking up that fat guy mm. and I was like, oh, and my dad's like all interested in it. And so I was like, what didn't I like about this movie? I know I didn't like it, mm-hmm. but I couldn't remember exactly why. Yeah, it was just like, I think as it goes on, as it progresses, it's just like, it's like really ridiculous. And it's just like, they're just doing stuff for the sake of doing stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I saw this, this like, so Eli Roth is the director of that movie and I'm a huge Eli Roth fan. Uh, he made like Cabin uh, Cabin Fever and he did uh, the, um, oh, what are the torture ones? Hostel. He did the Hostel. Oh, yeah. He did Hostel 1 and 2. And uh what else is he? He has he has a couple of other movies. Anyways, I think he's a good filmmaker, solid filmmaker. But I was I was like reading um I don't know where I was reading this. Obviously, probably somewhere on the internet. But somebody was talking about like the themes in his movies. How all of his movies are just basically like uh, all his horror movies are basically like people that are are like outsiders going to this like foreign place and like getting killed. So in like cabin fever, they go to the, they go to this like redneck backwoods area of USA. And then, you know, they get this virus and they start getting killed. And, you know, have you seen cabin fever? Yeah. Like the locals are just like these like rednecks who uh, are racist and, you know, mm-hmm. just try to kill them, uh, you know, and in uh, <clears throat> hostel, obviously they're in Europe and they meet all these like crazy Europeans that just want to murder them for money. And then in Green Inferno, that follows that theme where these uh, people, whatever they're doing, I forgot. Well, I forgot what the they're plot. trying to like. Uh, it's like a PR stunt. It turns out to be they're trying to like cause awareness to like this little small acreage in uh, the Amazon mm-hmm. that uh, that's gonna get bulldozed. Oh yeah, and then their plane and, crashes. Yeah, right? and then I guess it was just a PR stunt, and yeah, their plane their plane crashes when they're trying to leave. Right, and then they they end up with those uh, 
the natives. Ones. Yeah, the natives. Um, but they're dressed up like um, the workers. So I'm assuming that's why the workers or the, the natives were like, okay, we're going to torture these people. Mm. Yeah, so that uh, that was part of the theme is like, you know, these outsiders come into this like foreign place and then the the foreigners or the people that, you know, that's their home start killing them. Mm. Pretty interesting. I don't know if he purposely did that or, you know, there's like some kind of, if I was a psychologist, I'd like to break that down because he wrote all those scripts. He's the, he's the writer. Did you ever see uh, the house with the clock on the walls or something like that? Mm-mm. I know he did that one. I didn't care for that. The house with the that clock was, it was like, wall. came out maybe a couple months ago. Well, he did. He had a little trash period. He, 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 um, he started focusing on acting and doing other stuff and like producing and he wasn't really like writing directing anymore and then i think recently he started getting back into the whole writing directing because he did the one with keanu reeves um knock knock yeah knock knock that wasn't too bad yeah and then he had another one that he did um but yeah i think he's back on the ball writing and directing movies the bear jew (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was like that's his greatest role to date (laughs) the bear jew but yeah so that's that's our little rant on that um but yeah uh cabin fever good movie or no i i didn't a uh, good director not a great movie because I, I definitely didn't like it that much either i don't remember i just know that uh it had a guy from boy meets world right mm-hmm. okay and i just remember the scene where like the girls in the bathtub shaving her legs so oh no sorry I, I misspoke i liked cabin fever i liked the two hostile movies but i did i didn't like green inferno Oh, okay, okay, I got you. Yeah. They actually did a remake to Cabin Fever. I saw it. It's like on Netflix. Oh, really? Dude, it looks horrible. Oh. Uh, yeah, it came out like last year, I think. Cabin Fever is not even that old, though. No. Nah. Well, yeah, I mean, it came out in like, I was looking, There's like it's like 10 plus years old. I was going to say, it, maybe like 2006. Something like that. No. I think, I don't know, maybe. I think it might have came out like 2008. I don't know. There's like a good, there's like a decade. Okay. <laughs> good decade. <clears throat> Um, but no, so for my week, I, uh, pretty uneventful. I didn't really watch too much. I started watching the show called Killing Eve. And the whole reason I started was, well, when I was watching Atlanta, I kept seeing ads for Killing Eve. And then I also started hearing all the online buzz about Sandra Oh and, you know, <clears throat> her performance and she was getting uh, nominated for an Emmy and all that stuff. So I was like, oh, I'll check out the show. And I really liked it. It was a pretty good show. It's just basically about a serial killer, a female serial killer, and Sandra O oh kind of just starts like trying to find her. Oh, so she's like a detective? Yes and no. Like she works for like British intelligence, so it's actually a BBC show. Which oh. yeah, but she's an American actress living, or she's an American living in England. She's married or whatever, and she works for British intelligence. But she's not really a cop. She's like a detective, and she's like tracking her down on her own. And she ends up getting fired for that job for some stupid reason. And then um, when they wipe her hard drive from her computer, they find all those files. And this lady's like, oh, did you do this on your own? No one told you to do this. So the lady knows, like, okay, this chick's actually, like, a smart, good detective-type person. So she hires her kind of like a black ops operation. You know, it's like, this doesn't exist. You know, it doesn't. you're not going to get paid much, but this is what we need to find this lady. And so she obviously she's she's already obsessed with finding that serial killer because she's been doing research on her own. So she starts looking for her with the little a small team. Oh, is it like one season? Yeah, season one. Um, they're they're already making a season two because it was pretty successful. Pretty good show. I liked it. 
I just remember her from Grey's Anatomy. <clears throat> yeah, that's like her. I think her fa- more, most famous role. Um, but it, it was good. I was reading an article too about the the female, um, uh, the the um, serial killer girl, and uh, her accents. They're like saying how her accents are like super on point because she's. I think she's really. Um, She's really British, but she's she does like she, her character's Russian and she does like a really good Russian accent. I don't know. I'm not like a. Oh, I wouldn't know either. Yeah. But I mean, it sounds legit like she's a, actually the, the serial killer girl should have probably, in my opinion, should have won some kind of award because her role. I think she plays a really good character. Um, but I started watching that. I really liked it. I finished the whole season. And then I uh, went and watched yesterday. Uh, my friend Ugo took me to go see. Um, um, oh, I'm, I'm dude. I'm off today. Uh, the favorite with Emma Stone and uh, uh, Rachel Wise or whatever. I don't know how to say her name. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. I didn't know that the that director was that Yargos uh, guy. That one that we went and saw the the killing of a sacred deer and um, mm-hmm. a lobster both crazy movies so so weird the he he has like a very distinct style like in writing more so for me in writing because like he everything's like really dry deadpan kind of like dialogue you know yeah the way they deliver their lines it's just so weird and and his directing style too i I like the directing style he's like a lot of like wide angles and um you know different things but um that movie, I, 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 so I saw his name at the end, and I was like, man, why does that name sound so familiar? And then I was like, IMDb in it, and, and then I realized, like, oh shit, he's he's that same director. He has, uh, yeah, he, I would say he's almost like an art house director. Like he makes like weird kind of artsy films, in my opinion. But because it's just not like you know, you're not gonna see shit like that in the Avengers, you know? Oh yeah, no, I mean, I remember leaving the killing of a sacred deer and stuff didn't even start hitting me until we started talking about it like how the kids were able to get out of the bed and you were like yeah he was using his powers and i was like oh i thought the whole time the kids were faking it oh yeah i i just remember you know stuff like that and and, yeah it was like it didn't make sense at first until it's just one of those movies you have to go back and rethink about yeah but this one the favorite he didn't write it he was just a director which i think was pretty pretty interesting um because you could still you could still tell his the ending, I would say the ending was probably like the weirdest part of the movie. And it was mm-hmm. kind of dark. I mean, it, I wouldn't say it was a comedy, but it did have some funny moments for sure. And uh, overall, it was good. I recommend uh, anyone who's interested in seeing it, go out there, watch it. There's another one. It's, I don't know if it's similar, but it's with um, Source Ronin and um, Margot Robbie. And they're like one's the, like the Queen of Scotland, the other one is I guess Queen of England. I don't know. That one looked interesting to me. Oh yeah, what is that what one called? called? I can't remember. Yeah, man, Martin, man, they make Margaret Robbie looking throat in all oh, those yeah. movies. She gave her like a five head. <laughs> She's looking busted in I Tanya, looking throat in that one. I don't know. It looked good though. I'll, I'll probably check it out whenever it comes out because I don't even know if it's still in theaters. Yeah, I, yeah, I do remember seeing the trailer for it, but I don't even know. Did it? Did it? Was it even released yet? Maybe not. I don't know. I just remember see, it's been a while since I've seen the trailer, so I assumed yeah, it's, it's been a minute. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> um, what else? What else? What else? Anything else you've seen? Uh, nothing worth talking about. <laughs> All right. Well, we can. Uh, oh, my voice is like cracking right there. 
<clears throat> sounds like I just hit puberty. All right, so I took a couple of notes on Selena. I, I had the luxury of just watching it this morning, so it's still pretty fresh in my brain. I just saw it a few days ago, but it's still frustrating me. Oh, yeah. So I want to jump in. I just want to talk about the, the, the first thing I want to say is the opening. I'm, I'm going to obviously I just uh, have to gravitate towards the, the cinematic aspect of the film. But so they start the movie off and it's like it's not even I, I don't even want to say it's like a four three aspect ratio because, you know, when you shoot widescreen, you have that the, the black bars on the top and the bottom. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so this is like it's got the black bars top and bottom, but also has the sides cut off. So it's just like a square. Mm-hmm. So it's trying to be like, oh, this is like a, a home video type, you know, look or whatever. But if it was a home video, you wouldn't have the black bars. At, it wouldn't be just a square in the middle of the screen. It would be like the 4-3 aspect ratio, which yeah, is I, like top to bottom, sides cut off. Yeah, when I started watching, I was like, is this supposed to look like this? And yeah. Then, you know, then it reveals itself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I noticed when, she, when um, they open the uh, drapes for her to walk into the stadium. Yeah, it opens up. Yeah, that's it. It just opens up. And then the black... This, the black bars on the side if you look they they uh they go away with the drapes yeah, and it reveals it like welcome to selena's world yeah that the, <clears throat> i thought that was pre- actually pretty cool i like that and and it was and it did it can it does give you that like uh impression of how like grand and massive that that stadium is as it opens up and it's everything is revealed to you so that was pretty cool i like that what do you think trump would have thought about that concert <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a nightmare or a dream? Oh, Jesus. Uh, no comment. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Uh, right. But yeah, I was so obviously we were watching that and, and uh, the dad, you know, the dad's always like been known as like the guy he pushes him. He he was he's kind of been known as the one who exploited his kids for money and all this stuff like that. Do you think it's a rumor? Or do you think it's true? I feel like there's so many rumors. It has to be true. But I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know the guy. Yeah. I've just. Well, when I talk about him, just know I'm not talking about the real guy. I'm talking about the movie version. Oh, okay. Now, if it's a little too close to home, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, you take this on on face value, but um, I I don't know, man. I mean, people are looking at the surface, you know. And if you push your kids to do something that they don't want to do, because initially they didn't want to be musicians, he kind of pushed them into that life uh he was vicariously living through his kids people are gonna judge you people are gonna say things make make judgment so i don't know deep down at the end of the day i don't know what what that guy's real intentions were maybe he 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 was exploiting his kids who knows well maybe if they were unsuccessful it'd have been like the he would have been the more the bad guy yeah they have they just all, i mean yeah i guess if they all turned out to be like freaking burned out drug addicts who like hate their father but it, i don't know it seems like they have a good relationship with them i did notice he was the executive producer of the movie so um for those of you who don't know from my understanding and i could be wrong but an executive producer is essentially like somebody who just puts in the money like so if you're watching a movie and it says like executive producer brad pitt that just means he put a bunch of money into the movie and his name is on the executive producer credit does he have say in the film? Absolutely. They watch the fu- they watch the cuts. They do have a, a you know a, a part of um, how the movie is sculpted for sure. Do they get any money from the movie? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you're getting paid. Yeah, you're getting you're getting what you you put in and some back for sure. Um, but yeah, I did notice that his name Abraham Quintanilla. Oh God. Let me um, get a bucket. 
<laughs> Anyways, uh, anything to add? So we got the opening. Um, do you think he was like a failure? That's how I. That's how I got from the movie. Like he's like, well, we're gonna go out and sing, and the obviously the the white the white people don't like us. That's the mood it it pretty much sets. Mm-hmm. And like the <clears throat> so the owner of some what is it like a club or something? He comes out and he's like, we're Los Dinos. <laughs> he's like, you're Los Dinos. I don't want you here. Here, take this check. Yeah. And obviously, okay. I thought they were Italian. <laughs> okay. Is that what he says? Yeah. He, uh, remember, he calls his buddy. Oh, okay. I, he's like, this is a whites only club. I can't have those Mexicans here. Okay. So let me put it. When I saw it, I was like, okay. And then he gets the check. And it's not much. $10, but $10 back in the day. We'll just say, what, 30, 40 bucks, something similar to that. He rips it up. He gives the other band members no say so whatsoever. Like, hey, can we divvy that up? He just tears it up and like throws in the wind. Dude, I've been pissed. Dude, I know. Honestly, I was thinking that too. I was like, man, I would have kept that check. Dude, I would have been so mad if you were if, the, if we went somewhere. And they're like, hey, we don't allow no Mexican podcasters in here, and they gave you a check. I'd be like, hey, what happened to that check, Joseph? <laughs> uh, I'd ripped it up and threw it in the wind. Dude, I'd be so pissed. Yeah, I was upset for two reasons. Number one, I would have kept that money. Number two, he's fucking littering on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. It's like you didn't consider prick. At least throw it in the trash. Right. Uh, yeah. Littering the beaches of Corpus Christi or wherever that was. That's, that ain't bad enough. <laughs> if they, they're not, they're already not. Damn. Got me all tongue twisted on that one. Um. So then they go to a Mexican club, mm-hmm. and the Mexicans aren't having it. They're like, Mm-mm. we want to dance, mm-hmm. throwing bottles and whatnot. And they're all here singing Blue Moon. Yeah, that's the one. That's the thing that stuck out to me was that lady. She's like, we want to dance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, y'all better start singing some Mexican music, or these crowds going to go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're going to go nuts. Okay, hold on. I got to say something. How I know for a fact, your, your Spanish is pretty good. Like, you can... You can have a conversation with someone, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And me, I cannot. I can maybe understand a few words to get, you know, like if you want to talk to me in Spanish, if you say a word I recognize, I might get the the gist of what you're trying to tell me. Right. But for the most part, like if, if you were to come to me and be like, I'd be like, oh, Joseph wants me to like open or close the door. Yeah. That's, that's how I understand my Spanish. All right. Yeah. Right. So I'm one of those like Mexicans who doesn't understand spanish but is expected to yeah so watching this movie there's times where they're speaking spanish and i gotta ask uh, my wife valerie like what they say and sometimes she doesn't even know so yeah yeah yeah. i don't know it's 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 i don't want to say it's embarrassing because to me it's not it's just how i grew up like my parents didn't force spanish on me yeah yeah i mean my my grandparents who knew spanish and only spanish they died when i was like five six Mm -hmm. years old so after that, there was really no point to learn it besides my, my family not or my parents not teaching me. Right. And I just never caught on to it. Yeah. No, I, it was, um, yeah, the, the whole Spanish speaking thing. Yeah, I could kind of relate to it because I'm kind of like in, in the movie, like how Selena was like, you know, she spoke good Spanish, but it's still it, it's not perfect. And that's how I am. And I get I do get when I'm around like um, native speakers, like somebody who speaks Spanish really well. Yeah, absolutely. I get I get tongue-tied or i get really shy like i don't want to speak to them in spanish because i'm like oh i'm gonna say something stupid or say something that doesn't make that doesn't fit in yeah like a word that doesn't fit in and then they're gonna immediately know like oh or i'm gonna use the wrong you know um nap pro- the the wrong uh masculine or feminine for a word and yeah yeah so i i get a little nervous sometimes but eh. 
It's what ifs. So anyways, the next scene is, uh, I guess, Selena's, they're already born, right? The kids <clears throat> are running around, mm-hmm. and the dad's playing the guitar in the living room. Oh, wait. So back to your whole thing when you're asking me if you, if you think the dad's a loser. I don't know. I wouldn't say. Well, I don't mean like a loser, but I mean like he, he didn't, like obviously he wanted to be a, a rock star mm-hmm. somewhat. Mm-hmm. He wanted his band to take off. Yeah. And then it shows did. him like uh, had a normal nine to five job. I don't, so I'm not saying he's a loser. I'm just saying it didn't work out the way he wanted to. And then later on in the movie, the, mo- the mom is like, you were always gone when you were trying to be a musician. You weren't even there for our daughter's birth. So obviously, he was trying to do it for a while. Mm-hmm. And he put things uh, ahead of his family. Well, he put it ahead of his family. That dad got a lot of quit in him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't say he was a loser per se. Because, I mean, he, had, he ended up having like a good job. And, you know, they were secure for a while and stuff like that. But I think he, yeah, that, that music bug just bit him. And, like, he just wanted to have a career in music. Um, but for him, it didn't pan out, but I, I don't know. So I think the movie, the movie was trying to say like, like, uh, race, race, race was the major factor that held him back or whatever. Um, but I don't know. I think that's kind of bullshit. Yeah, I don't think so either. Cause what's his name? Uh, Richie Valens had a career and he was in Mexican. Yeah. I mean, well he, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, there's a lot of people, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of black artists that came up when, you know there was still racism and segregation and stuff like that. So I think it just, I don't know, eh, but you know, that's just how the cookie crumbles. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes somebody catch, maybe he just never, maybe he was talented and he just never caught a break or whatever. So yeah, it could have been that too, but I felt bad for the mom. Cause the mom was just like super content. Like the mom was living her dream, you know, like she's like, we had a nice house. We yeah. had security. We have a family. Like that's all she wanted. Mm-hmm. And the dad just, dude, that yeah. motherfucker just had stars in his eyes. He's like, we're going to start this restaurant, like, on a whim. <clears throat> and then that went down the toilet. Yeah, she's like, you're not going to quit your job, right? <laughs> oh, my. Don't give me st- don't give me started on how many times this guy's broken promises in this movie. Uh, you're not going to quit your job, right? He's this like, is no. just a hobby, right? Yeah. Just a little side business. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the the kids are growing up. They have that nice little house. Nice, it looks like a, just like a nice little neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Looks like a China Street. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to China Street. Um, No, but yeah, and then they're just like you know living, living their life, doing their thing, having having picnics, and And he starts strumming that guitar, and Selena's like, "Oh, what's this?" Like, walks inside, and then she's never heard the song before. She's never heard the song, and all of a sudden she's like, Mm. "Like, come on, man!" I mean. See, that's the that's the type of stuff that just irritates me. My whole thing is that the little girl, I feel so bad for this chick too, because like she's obviously never done nothing wrong, but I, I just did not like her. Like I don't know who she's probably somebody's kid or something. She was yeah. connected because I would not have cast that chick and that little girl for that role. Mm-mm. I mean, she looked like a sweet little like wide eyed girl, but I don't know. I just I don't know if it was her. I can't put my finger on it, but I don't know if it was her. <clears throat> it was her acting. Mm. Just say it. It might be her acting. I don't know. I mean, I've seen way worse acting before, but there's just something about her. I was just like, I don't like this girl. I just do not like this little girl. I don't know. I think it was also, for me, it was just the lip syncing. Yeah. It was off. Like, I don't, I'm not saying it was her fault. Like, whoever was editing mm-hmm. it, they mm-hmm. were, like, rushed or something. But right. it, it just didn't match up. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, and also, I think it's just because, uh, I think J-Lo's was, like, badass lip syncing mm-hmm. and so it just turned this little girls into trash yeah 
Yeah, that little girl's lip syncing was. Well, I don't even think it was the lip syncing. It's just like the voice didn't match. Like that too. Yeah. They just couldn't. They just couldn't. Dad, I want to play outside. And then she's singing like this. You know, she's singing, singing like she's like a thirty-eight-year-old classically trained woman. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, Jesus. Okay, um, so then he's he's t- um, I guess it was later on. He's just like telling the Selena. Selena, I got something for you. The, this is the dad telling Selena. I got something for you. Say this. What does he say? Trello or something, right? Trello. Or something to that yeah, face. The it's clock, just like yeah. that. He's like, the clock. I don't even remember what the hell the saying was. Uh, so, something about the clock. I count the hours on the clock. It makes me go mad or something. Yeah. Like and She's the, like, dad. It doesn't even make sense. Okay, so why is it? He knows the Spanish songs now, but in the past he was like, "We don't know any Spanish songs," and yet he knows Spanish songs now. Like, when did he take the time to learn them? Why didn't he take the time when he was with his band? Maybe the I, I don't know. This is just speculation, but maybe he started that transition. You know, like in later in their career, he's like, "Okay, okay, now we should start learning Mexican songs." But by then it was too late, you know. So they yeah. were like trying to transition, and then it just wasn't working out for them. I mean, well, I would expect you to know Spanish if your band name has Los Dinos in it. Yeah, they got a Mexican name, but they just want to sing like doo-wop, doo-wop, yeah. <laughs> that one dude who had a stutter. Uh, Abraham. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't know, man. And then so then they start the band, and it's like supposed to be um, a hobby, of course, right? I don't know where they got the money for that, but obviously saved up. It must have been like. Um, What's it called hand hand me down stuff? Cause he plugs in a uh, guitar or something. The lights are all twitching. Oh yeah, he's like, this is all second hand. It's practically given to me. Hey man, can I just say Edward James almost? Fuck, dude, Captain Admiral Adama, shout out, uh, dude. He is one of my favorite Latino actors. Is he? Yeah, What's I like what, him. Okay, well, what, what do you like him in? Uh, well, I like him in uh, oh, um, Battlestar Galactica. Okay. That's like my favorite. His my, that's like my favorite role of his, but. I like all his movies. He he's known as that like Latino dude, and he's not like a traditionally handsome guy, but yeah, he's he's a good actor, man. He and he's 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 he was in some other movies. Um, Blade was, Runner. Yeah, yeah, he was in Blade Runner, but he was in a, a, like a, a a recent one. He was in that weird one with Joaquin Phoenix when he uh, goes crazy, you know, and he curls out his beard. Oh, and the like, Vice? No, no, uh, it's, it was supposed to like be like a documentary style. Uh, you were never no no. What is it called? It's when oh, he went he's a crazy. Rapper? Yeah, he thinks he's a rapper. He went. Cra- Everyone thought he was going crazy. He was like going on talk show hoes, acting like a fool. And um, I'm yeah. kind of glad, but my uh, he was. I remember seeing him in that one though, and I was like, and I don't even know if he knew he was in the movie. My parents were gonna name me uh, Edward James after <laughs> him. Can, I don't know. I'm glad it didn't work Nuh-uh. out that way. Yeah, dude, he's in Coco. He is. Yeah. He's he was in the new Blade Runner, uh yeah for like like a little brief second. Oh, he's like making yeah. those little um, what those little animals called out of paper. Yeah, I forgot. He's in Agents of Shield, American Me. Yeah, he was in Two Guns. <laughs> uh, he was oh yeah yeah he was in Portlandia. I do remember him seeing in that. Yeah, I don't mind Edward James almost. I mean he's he's a good actor. It's called I'm Still Here. He's like the only one that was actually pretty much famous besides, I guess, J- I don't even know, was J-Lo famous at the time? Not oh, yeah, yeah, she was already. She fam- was? Yeah. 
I looked up her, her IMDb. She had that year. She had like uh, Anaconda. Oh wow! I totally forgot about they, that. That one. was her year. I think that was like '95 or '97 or something. And she she had like three hit movies come out in the same year, which I'm pretty sure that's why she she blew up so big. And then she went from uh, you know we talked about Out of Sight last on the last mm-hmm. podcast. She that was like her next movie and. <clears throat> Yeah, I was looking her up because I forgot her whole thing. I was like, how did she get so famous? But she was like a uh, dancer. That's her thing. She's like a, a backup dancer. And then yeah. she was on In Living Color as a dancer. Yeah, and one then, of the fly girls. Yeah, and then it looks like, I'm just and I'm just going by her IMDb. She, it looks like she just started doing like uh, like TV movies, TV shows. She was in My my Familia with Edward James Olmos again. She was in that? Yeah. Yeah, and then she did. Uh, I think her probably her biggest one was like that movie Money Train with um, um, the uh, Wayne's brothers, right? One of the guys. Uh, oh no, it was Wayne. <laughs> it was, was, it like, was Wesley Snipes. I was like, who? <laughs> Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson. Yeah, she did Money Train. Then she did that movie Jack with Robin Williams. Then she. Uh, oh, dude, yeah, yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah, and then and then ninety seven is when Selena came out, and she did uh, U Turn, Anaconda, and Selena. Uh, and I think the U-turn was probably the the flop out of the three, but yeah, from there she did like Out of Sight, Ants. Then she started doing her music. Hmm. She blew up, but yeah, I think it was I think it was like a breakout. She was she was coming up, she was like up and coming, and I think that one just kind of like pushed propelled her into stardom. Okay, so she, so you have Edward James, almost a veteran actor, and then mm-hmm. uh, J Lo, the up and up and comer. Mm-hmm. I want to know what happened in those ten years from when they're little kids to when they're they transition to like older teenagers, whatever you want to call them. What happened to the mom, <laughs> dude? Okay, no, because like, I, if you remember, I I don't remember her name, the actress, right? But you know, she looks like how she does in George Lopez. You know, she has the long hair, mm-hmm. real pretty, whatnot. And then they they transition to like when they're older and she, her hair's all short. And she looks She's like those big glasses. Yeah, and it's like you know how they say couples who like are together, you know, long, uh, together long enough, they start to look alike. Mm-hmm. Dude, how did Abraham take over her? That's how I took it. I was like, dude, this guy, like, basically made his wife look just like him. Like, yeah, she's got the glasses and the short hair. <laughs> she was, she was know. like, he was like God. She was like molded in his image. Well, I think that's just how the mom. Like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's how the mom really looked, or whatever. I mean, that's how she really looked. But I'm yeah. saying, like, they why? Yeah, I like I, I don't know either. I'm yeah, just saying that was a, weird. That was a drastic change for me. Yeah, well, I, maybe it was a style. She cut and dyed her hair too. She used to have black hair, and then she dyed it all like fucking red or whatever <laughs> i don't know so they uh i'm sorry so we're getting off track so they um they have that restaurant and they they have the kids playing there and uh did you notice that there was a guy like an older guy playing with them how oh did, yeah, yeah how yeah, do you get that gig i mean how do you even go on from that gig yeah i did notice that i was like who's this dude he's just some like 30 year old dude just I think he was a lead guitar because the brother plays the bass now. Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I mean, maybe he's just like a dude for hire or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's good. And you're in a band, right? And you're like, hey, who'd you play with before us? And you're like, he's like, oh, uh, Selena and Los Dinos. You're like, who? And you, you know, like, I wouldn't even some, say that. Those some kids, man. I would just lie and be like, oh, I'm just, uh, I'm just make up some band. Who'd <laughs> you play in an all kid band? You're the only adult. Oh, then he so then he tells his wife that he quits his job that same like in that same scene, because he's like they didn't want to let me come. I wanted to be with the kids, 
She's Did like, he? Yeah, I think so. Cause I then, thought he told her at the restaurant. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When they're playing at the restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they're like in the back and he's like, I had to quit my job today. She's like, Abraham, you said you weren't going to quit your job. And he's like, they weren't going to let me come. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that whole, uh, that was like a really long take. So it started in the kitchen and then they go out, they they do the food, he drops the food, then it goes back. And this is one unbroken take. And it goes back in the kitchen and then it's like a side like a side angle of his face and then you can see the mom behind him talking getting all mad and then she leaves out of the kitchen and then the camera comes back around and just like is like right at him and he has yeah. like that that look on his face i just know i don't know why like halfway through that shot it stood out to me and i was like oh nice this is like one unbroken tape what stood out is that he's mean dude he drops that plate and he's all like go out there i dropped the plate it was too hot and he starts blaming everyone else for his, his problems too hot like, dude, first of all, you're not even supposed to be handling that. That's the workers. Well, sometimes the owners help out. Yeah, and what do they do get in the way? <laughs> so owners always do. Yeah. They only want to be there when the camera's there. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if he, if, if I mean, maybe they were too close to the, 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 the But why the blame fire? it on someone else? Uh, he was it, that's probably his protocol. Well, put yourself in his shoes. You're fighting with your wife, <laughs> which you should, for number one, like you're, you shouldn't have told her that while you're at work, and, you know, in the yeah. kitchen. Like, don't, like, that's like a conversation to have at home when you're like, okay, hey, you know, I just got to let you know I got, I quit my job today. That's when you have that conversation, not when you're in the middle of serving food to yeah. customers. Not middle of the dinner rush. <clears throat> yeah, he's already pissed off. Like that guy just finds the most inopportune moments to have conversations with his wife. Oh yeah, there's more to come. Don't worry. <clears throat> All right. So then, um, so then he's taking them on the road, giving them little like I guess you'd say little gigs like at carnivals and whatnot. And uh, you know that the crowd is pretty small. Maybe what like ten people, three people dancing. Mm-hmm. Right, and uh, I don't know. How did you think Selena's mom, this is how I felt. Selena's mom was like, Abraham, uh, it was just supposed to be a hobby. Women and, and uh, women don't ever make it in Tejano music. <laughs> and then, like, I was like, so is she already doubting her kids or is she just trying to be like realistic? Probably just being a realist. Now, well, that's like a theme they pound throughout the movie. I mean, here, here's my whole thing, man. This whole, it's it's a movie, you know? It's like, yeah. I seriously doubt any of these conversations were really like, went down the way they did but i'm sure there was something in the back of their minds is like hey you know it's hard for women to break through the tahana scene or whatever but mm-hmm. I, and i and i and i think they pounded that in because it just like gives testament to like how successful you know she really was she broke not on like and they have this conversation too at the end it's like you broke through all these barriers yeah he's like he, it was like if they weren't even there mm-hmm. so but i think that just shows like i mean i think I don't know. Some of that stuff could just be self-imposed, you know, like somebody can have that in their head. Like, Oh, women can't do this or you can't do this. You know, I can't, I can't be, I wasn't successful because of my ethnicity or whatever. And it's just like, dude, if you just like make something that's good, you're going to be successful. If you make something that somebody enjoys and is good, someone's going to like it, you know, and then it's going to grow. It's going to gain traction. That's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But so they transition to when they're older and now Selena's having these big gigs like at a carnival and uh, that's when she busts out that uh, bustier for the first time the dad's all like what is that what is she wearing I don't know dude I feel like he wanted to be in control of everything I think that's what irritated me 
And like yeah. I said, I'm talking about the movie version of the dad. I don't know the real one. Yeah. But I don't know. I kind of sympathize with that guy. Like, I mean, that's his little girl. We see her like as this little sweet, innocent chick. And then she's got like, dude, I mean, that is, pre- I mean, he's, he, yeah, he's obviously he's like behind in the times, but dude, she's dancing around stage in her bra. Like, I don't have a daughter. I don't have kids, period. But I can only imagine seeing you're like this little baby that you raised like with her boobs out dancing in front of a bunch of horny ass dudes in a crowd whistling at her and not only that you got those horny band dudes dancing with her and you know they're you know they they're into that too so that's why that one guy was like abraham everyone liked it yeah nice shut up yeah he's like shut up yeah yeah i mean i I guess you're i don't know i mean i could see it from his perspective i'd probably flip out too you know like i wouldn't if i had a daughter i wouldn't i mean obviously at the end of the day like they can do whatever they want but I think it's just because in the movie, like, the whole time, I just felt like he wanted to be in control of everything. I don't know. And that's on them, too. Like, they should have just told him beforehand. They probably like, already knew he, how he was going to act. Yeah, he's going to say no, but he can't stop her from doing it. I guess you're like, right. He could have been like, no. You know, it's like, a, it's a, it's a, you're damned if you're doing, you're damned if you don't. Like, you should just, they should have told him beforehand, like, hey, this is what we're going to do. He's obviously going to say no. Do it anyways. He's going to get mad either way. But at least... This way, he was more mad because they didn't tell him anything. It was a surprise. That way, if they had told him, it wouldn't be a surprise. That was like the whole thing. They did. They kept doing that to him. They kept surprising him? Yeah, they just kept like, because they were scared of him. And it was like, dude, just talk to the guy. Because you know how the mom and her would have like their little conversations? Yeah, and, like, and they, they were, keep them secret. Yeah, they were obviously closer. And, you know, they had a special bond or whatever. A different bond mm-hmm. than the dad and her had. But mm, just let them know. Give what? them a heads up. What did the mom say in that one conversation when Selena wants to marry that guy, Chris? And the mom is like, I had to marry your father because of something. I can't understand what she had said. I don't think and, she said she gave a reason. She just said it was like a different time. And she yeah. was like a farmer's daughter or something like yeah. that. And she's like, but you and dad are still happy, right? And she's like, of course, of course. <laughs> you just hear crickets. Yeah. <laughs> but. So. What did you want to talk about the part with those uh those Mexican guys where they're like, oh well the so the dad tells his son go fill up uh, Big Bertha which is their bus and then he goes and <clears throat> he uh stalls the that uh, the the bus in like a ditch or something. And oh yeah, those like, guys. Did, come... I was wondering like how did you even do, like I don't I don't get it like how did he how did he do that like how did he Are drive he how did he there? get off road yeah I don't know just I, the only thing I could think of is like. He tried to hit a curve or something. I have no idea because it's like a long stretch of road, right? Yeah. And then he's just like in the middle of nowhere in a ditch. In a ditch, just like randomly, like half in a ditch. I don't know. I just was like, yeah. like, how do you do that? Like, he literally just go. You're driving. You're going left or right. Mm-hmm. Why would you swerve into a ditch and get stuck? Unless if he fell asleep, but they don't show that. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. And the dad said he's like, it's ten miles down the road, like. Like, uh, what are you doing between there and the, and the gas station that you needed to swerve out of the road? Yeah, I don't know. And everyone went with him, so it's not like he could have been asleep. I'm sure they were making racket. Yeah, they thought that was kind of ridiculous. I was just like, that's that's weird. One thing I want to say before uh, that happened in the scene before is when, um, like, the they're paying Abraham, and he's like, 600 bucks. He's like, he's like, oh, these people showed up for her. And he's like, what can I say, Abraham? She's just a woman. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like, what? Like, what does that even mean? Just like, you know how it is. Entiendes? No, like, I don't get that. It's like, the guy, so they were there for her. Mm -hmm. The guy was like, you know how it is. She's a woman. 
So he's like, yeah, you know how it is. She's a woman, so I'm just going to pay you less. Yeah. What? Like, I don't. Well, like, what does that even mean? Just one of those those gender barriers that wasn't broken yet. I no, guess. but that doesn't make any sense to me. It's like she, they, like the guy, everyone was there to see her sold out. Mm-hmm. They, he made all that money, and that's his ex, that's his excuse. You know how it is. She's a woman. Well, the way I took it was that like they paid to go to the carnival, and she was the concert at the carnival, and he's saying like, "Hey, everyone came to the carnival for my daughter." But my whole thing is like, and I don't really know how this works, but I would assume that you're going to have like a predetermined contract that's like, hey, I'm going to get like 20% of the ticket sales from this this concert. Mm-hmm. So what? why well, was that conversation even being had? Well, like you, you should it. know beforehand what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Or if there was like a flat fee, it's like, hey, you know, this is our, this is what we charge. But it looks like they were splitting up the money made from the ticket sales. But like then, then that just goes. That just prefaces what I said before. That if you're gonna have uh, a percentage of the of the the take home, yeah, then I just don't think they were very business savvy. Because I mean, I'm not trying to spoil anything for the future. What I'm about to say, but they had their the uh, the president of the <clears throat> what is it called the fan club, fan club yeah. running the the business of the boutiques. So I mean. I just don't think they're very business savvy. They probably didn't have none of that set up. There, a lot of it was probably like you know, uh, you know, agreements on on yeah. word. But I, I'm just still like I don't know. Maybe I'm reading into it, but it just still like blows my mind. It's just like I don't I don't get it. Like it was for the movie's purpose. I think it was just to say like again, once again, women how women yeah. have it in the industry. But it was just so weird. If you go back and you watch that scene, it's just like what? Like this is so not. I don't know. Just feels unnatural and like it would never happen. Yeah, he didn't even life. fight about it either. Yeah, that's the thing too. It's as, just as like you know, how she's just a woman. I would have been like, "Fuck that, dude! Pay me my fucking money." Yeah, I don't know. Something. I would have knocked that front. cowboy hat off his ass real quick. <laughs> so, and then um, what? What comes after that concert? Oh, the well, Okay, then it goes back to like I said. They get the bus stuck. Those Mexicans are there. They pull out. Oh, Selena's. Mm-hmm. Selena's. Her fame is growing. Yeah, and um, they try to help her. There's no way you're gonna pull that bus. I don't think. Why would you even attempt to? I don't. I don't know. I don't know much about cars, but I don't see that little car pulling out that big bus. Oh, he said it had like 800 horsepower. Or V8, yeah. And and they and they chained it to the bumper, dude. You don't chain it to the bumper. Your those car, your car. You put it to the frame of the car underneath, or it's got like a little hook. Mm-hmm. Like it's so, yeah, I was just like, do you know anyone who? I don't know. Maybe they didn't know, but. Like if you're gonna pull something, you know, there's like a little. All vehicles, if you look under the frame, there's like a small little hook. That's what you use. You don't use the, the fucking, plastic bumper on your car to pull something. <laughs> Obviously, that's gonna rip off real quick. Yeah. So she started noticing that her fame was growing. That these two guys, I don't know where, stopped to help them. And um, I think around the same time, that's when they pull over and they're like at some kind of grocery uh fruit stand stop something to that effect i don't know mm. and that the you know the the radio's all like that was selena Los Dinos. you know uh forgot what the song was it's all, yeah it's, i think r- it was the como la flor no i'm not i don't think they've ri- i don't think they wrote that yet i'm not no because they haven't written that yet because later on he's like they're writing it on the bus oh, when they steal yeah. the sisters doritos yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so right. Th- what song was it? I don't remember, but it's like that one just shot up to the number one spot, and yeah. they're like, "Selena, Selena." 
She said, no, she hits the number one top of the charts. Yeah. Did you notice that they put those watermelons back and they just like fall off the side? Like, yeah, I saw that. They were like sliced, right? They were like, yeah. oh, one was sliced and one was whole, and the whole one like fell just off. Fell off. Yeah. Cold blooded. <laughs> I hope they paid for that. <laughs> I'm sure they did. They were loaded. But yeah, we've got then, money. We'll pay for everything. Oh god. Okay. Don't. You really upset me with that one. But yeah, so from there, she's number one. She's pretty successful. Um, then that's when they introduce the boyfriend, right? Or the, yeah, because yeah, she's like they're showing her in her bedroom designing, and they're like, "You should be a designer." Like you know, foreshadowing. Oh whatever. yeah. And uh, so the sister's like, "You're not gonna believe what's downstairs." And they all go downstairs, and then there's the boyfriend. He's like auditioning for the dad, playing like rock, like crazy hair and the bracelets and all that stuff. And the dad's just like looking, and the sons are like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. And so um, they agree to hire him. Wait, why did so? Yeah, they so they hire. He's like, uh, I forgot what they ask him, but he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Then they're like, "You need to cut your hair." He just so he just lets these like random girls he just met like, "Yeah, go ahead, cut it. I don't care. I don't know you girls. Never Shit, met you before." That job's a job, baby. I guess <laughs> money talk bullshit walk <laughs> out the door. I, I, I don't know. It's just another reason, to, I guess, to. Move. But the whole that whole scene, dude. Like, yeah, it was kind of weird. They're whatever. They're giving him a makeover, but why did she have to cut his wristbands off? <laughs> take, just she could have been like, hey, can you just take these off? Yeah, yeah. She's true. like cutting them off. I was uh-huh. like, dude, those are easily removed. Like, you don't have to do that. Yeah, like surgically remove them. I guess they wanted to make it like more drastic. She's I like, guess. oh, they have to cut them off of him. I don't know, but it really didn't look much different. They just like put his hair in a ponytail. Nah, they they shortened his hair a lot. Like I was I was gonna say that too, but then I was actually like looking at it and I was like, nah, they actually cut a like they cut a pretty good amount of his mm-hmm. hair. Like his hair was probably like halfway down his back, and they they I think they did a like shoulder length, and then they just put it in a ponytail. Which I mean, yeah, I thought they were gonna fade him up, yeah. just put a Nike Nike check in his. Side. <laughs> so there's like selena what do you think and then she like falls head over heels right then and there she's like, love man i saw that real i went and uh i looked up the real dude he doesn't even sound like that either because i yeah i saw an interview because i was looking up selena like youtube clips and whatnot and they had the husband talking and i was like like in the movie he's like well, whatever hot yeah. sauce on my pizza yeah and then the real guy's like yeah i was with selena and you know he's just <laughs> Too, I don't know. It just caught me off guard. Yeah, it's just like a different. Yeah, just different vibe from him. Yeah, the, that the guy. Play, guy. That guy played it kind of weird. Like the actor, I think he he played that character like he was like really like falling weak. asleep. Yeah, kind of like he was just like a like a guy who doesn't talk a lot. I seriously think yeah. that's what they told him. They're just like your character's like a really quiet, shy guy who doesn't talk a lot, and so he played it like that. Because mm-hmm. I was gonna say like, man, this dude's acting is awkward, but <laughs> I think that's just like the way they told him to play the character. Like, do you dance? He's like, do I dance? Uh, yeah, I put on my white shoes and my black coat, and I dance like John Travolta. <laughs> like, okay. And then he's like, that was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Which he's like trying to really dance with it. Uh, yeah, he, he he was a little. I thought he so yeah. Like I was gonna say he was a bad actor, but actually like looked up his IMDb and he's been in quite a few. Things. Yeah, he's actually a real actor and. Uh, I think they just told him to play that character like that. Um, but yeah, yeah. So her and her dude fall in love. Um, Forbidden love. For, yeah, they got a whole little Romeo and Juliet thing going on. Dad doesn't want them to be together. They're head over heels. Her fame is her. She's just like becoming more rich, more successful. 
mm-hmm. um her concert i think what was the next big thing going to mexico right yeah yeah that was she so she went to monterey and the dad gives the whole spiel about being mexican-american in america it's so hard he's like italian americans they got it easy their country's on the other side of the ocean yeah ours, ours, is, ours is just right next door i like that speech though i mean uh, i don't know it, it, when i first heard it it didn't like i didn't care for it but uh, i mean listen to it now it, it makes a lot of sense yeah, I think there might be a little bit of truth to what he was saying, mm. or that could, you know, somebody could definitely feel that way. I mean, because you know, like, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of other races that don't like Mexicans, but it's kind of like you have to, you have to like force them to like you. At the same time, you have the ones on the other side of the border who probably don't like you either, or they they think of something about you. So, I mean, I could I could understand what he meant by those statements, or that you know that whole quote. Nah, but, he's just saying, like, you got to be the best of both of your, you know, you got to be the best American you can be, you got to be the best <clears throat> Mexican you can be, so. Yeah. And but, uh, twice was, is hard. But, like, I told you, she's like, uh, yeah, it's twice as hard. That's why we got to keep our strength up for eating menudo. Or, no, she goes, uh, beans and uh, frijoles and tortillas. Frijoles and tortillas. And then she goes, and menudo. Mm, but mm. I was, I was telling you earlier, I was like, I, I seriously doubt Jennifer Lopez ever ate menudo, maybe once growing up. They don't, I don't know if they serve it in the Bronx. <laughs> uh, i don't know i don't i don't think menudo is a puerto rican dish no that's you so. it could be i don't know it's got pork in it <laughs> oh man menudo sounds good right now um but yeah so they end up going to mexico and she's just like really successful over there the press loves her yeah. i didn't get this at first because i was like because they're like oh her spanish isn't that good they're gonna eat her up but mm-hmm. she's like i got this so what she does is she goes and like basically like kisses kisses the press's ass like you know she greets she like personally greets everyone kisses yeah. them on the cheek says like you know says hi to everybody so she kind of gets good in their favor they're, they're like oh she's really nice so she gives them a good impression and then she goes on there and starts talking and then when she can't think of the word for excited she's just like yeah boy excited and everyone just like laughs it off they're like um yeah so that was pretty cool or interesting to see and then uh she does the concert where uh life's in danger see that's another thing too that concert they're just like i'm 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 like incredibly sure i'm like 100 percent sure they're like embellishing these numbers but Mm -hmm. She's like, they're like, we're only expecting 10,000 and 100,000 showed up or yeah, something like that. Like, I'm like, come on, man. And, this, and the stage is like, what? Uh, not even that. The stage is like. It's just like put together with fucking metal PVC <laughs> pipe and plywood. <laughs> it's like literally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, dude, you're telling me you have a venue and you're going to, you're going to expect it. You're expecting 10,000 people and 100,000 show up and you have room for that bullshit. I'm uh, calling bullshit. Yeah. Unless it feels like some kind of like open ranch, but even still. Where do you park? Or restrooms? Yeah. Food? But, I, I mean, obviously, I think they're just trying to, like, say, yeah. you know. They, they they got a whole lot more people than what they were expecting. Mm-hmm. They were just, like, going nuts. and That was they, a cool scene. They start smashing that one lady into the fence. Ooh, it's like putting cheese through the <laughs> cheese grater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, the, yeah, then the whole, the whole um, you, you see underneath uh, the stage at one point, and it looks real flimsy. Yeah, it's, it's just like <laughs> yeah, it's just like metal pipe and yeah. literally like the plywood, boards coming yeah. up. And then Abraham goes out there. I'm getting my kids off there. Safety's in jeopardy or whatever. And that guy's like, No, no, no. <laughs> so then they're like, Selena, can you do this? Selena, can you calm them down? And she goes out there and she's like, Yeah, yeah, I can. She sings her little 
como la flor. Which, by the way, is the only three words uh, Jennifer Lopez actually sings in an entire movie. Yeah, good old J Lo. She did a good job, man. I was like, yes. well, I was, I was like thinking that too. I was watching that. I was like, man, she she did a badass job on that movie. Like her acting was really good. Yeah, I mean, I I thought growing up the whole time that she actually sang the songs, and it wasn't until I found out that uh, I had heard that they um they used uh, uh, Selena's actual voice in music because mm-hmm. they didn't want to upset the um you know the Mexican fans because her death wasn't you know that long ago. Oh yeah, dude! I I saw man that movie came out two years after she died. Fuck, man! How much money did it make? I never looked it up. They didn't even wait for that body to turn cold. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez! Don't ask me who didn't wait, but dude, two years—that's like for me. That was like a fast turnaround. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can look it up real quick. Yeah, look it up real quick. So, um, yeah, the dad is like, "We're not gonna, we're not gonna do this." And then Selena goes back out there and she calms down the crowd. You know, gives an amazing performance and whatnot. And then, um, I'm not. I'm trying to think. When is that hotel scene? You know, I think it was before that. Was it before I that? I think it was like right before that. Or no, maybe I might have been right after that. <coughs> oh no, it was before that because he's like, we need to finish this California tour and then we'll go to Mexico. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're, never, you're not gonna find another guitar, Dad. You're never gonna find another guitars. Yeah. So the 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 boyfriend. You know, there's a scene where. Um, they kind of tell. Um, Ooh, it didn't do that good. No, I mean, what it, about DVD sales? I'm sure oh, dude, it had to have made its money back by now. I mean, I'm sure by now, but dude, I mean, it, it was it had a twenty million dollar <clears throat> budget and it only made thirty five and a half million. Uh, I mean, it's not too bad. It's not. It's not like it didn't make its money back. No, I mean the the thing is like you you have to make so a movie has to make three times its amount back for it to make a profit. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. So it should have made sixty million to what? make a profit. Because you have to take into account all the marketing. 20, 20 million was the production budget. Then mm-hmm. you got to think about, then usually they say they spend the same amount for the marketing and, and advertising, and then the rest is profit. So you want to make at least three times the amount back. I wonder what it did in Mexico. I feel like it would have been a hit, right? Well, then again, I guess it's more like a Texas, Mexico thing, to be honest. California. Yeah, dude. Opening weekend, it only raked in like 11 mil. Well, oh, it was, it's still ranked number two. Yeah, thirty. No, it's showing domestic growth, gross. Yeah, it's still uh, thirty-five million to this date. I think. What? Wow! If that's true, I'm surprised. I, I, I really thought it. I mean, as as popular as she's been in the last few years, I mean, well, over course since she's passed away, but lately they keep bringing her back. Hmm. I'm not gonna say who, but someone does. Well, anyway, so there's the scene where the the they tell the boyfriend like, "Hey, man, you know, like it's cool and all that you you're you know you're talking to Selena, being you know kissing her and whatnot, but Abraham's not gonna allow that." And I guess he takes that to heart, and <laughs> somehow I don't know where he gets these friends because they're just like traveling, and next thing he knows, like three guys like rocking out with him, and is like, well, he's just like sitting there strumming his guitar, and those guys are like wrestling. On the on the beds and slamming stuff, breaking oh, the yeah. TV, and those guys go in. Security guys go in, and <clears throat> then the next scene is like Abraham showing up. And they're like, "Do you do this everywhere you go?" No. And then he's like, "I'll pay for everything," and I do mean everything. He's fired. Yeah, he's all angry. He's like, "Dad, we can't find a we can't find some we can't find a guitarist yeah, to replace we're, him." We're not a punk rock group. So I mean. 
I don't know. Uh, some stuff I, I, I wish I could find out if it really happened or not, or if it was just written in there for more dramatic, you know, scenes in the movie. I don't know. And then Selena goes to talk to him, and she's like, why are you trying to ruin everything? And he's like, I'm no good for you. And she's like, I wish everyone stopped telling me what's good for me. See, that scene is weird, too. Like, the lighting was all, like, just orange and blue. Did you notice that? Kind of looked like a Ninja Turtle-like scene. Yeah, dude, you could tell that was, like, shot in the back of, like, a Hollywood lot. Like, yeah, yeah, It was yeah, supposed yeah. to be, like, a Los Angeles alley, and I was like, dude, this is, like, the most unnatural-looking lighting i've ever seen <laughs> yeah there's like uh what are those things called like a uh, it's like a raft construction uh, yeah thing. Uh, what is it yeah no, i know he's just sitting there the scapel i don't know so this got a name yeah um but yeah it's it's one of those things that's just like you see them all over new york it, mm-hmm. it's like made out of metal and wood and it's basically just like it looks like a massive ladder that you climb up and you can walk across yeah he's just sitting there drinking a beer you know go for me I don't know. That's not really how he talks. <laughs> Just give everyone a Mexican ass- accent. <laughs> Sucked up. But yeah, so that whole thing, they're all, yeah, it's called a scaffold. 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 That's weird. Yeah, it just didn't look right. So, I, I mean, I understand what you're saying. Like, when they show that scene, it's just, even the hotel room, it was kind of small for being a hotel. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just because i stay in hotels quite a bit but he just has his bros hanging out with them yeah. trashing it and he's just like letting them yeah i get that though he's being all self-destructive or whatever so then they fire him and then like selena's like you can't tell me who i can see and no 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 the, yeah he, no then he goes on tour to the mexico and that's when the dad sees her like right before they get on stage she's like rubbing his face or something and then Oh okay. Yeah. They, oh, so he hadn't fired him. No, nah, they didn't fire him. He's, that's right. You're right. You're he's right. on. They're on the bus, and the dad sees him being all lovey dovey, and that's mm-hmm. when he flips out. And oh, he goes, "I got a surprise for you. Come on." And go to the back room, and it's like, it's a, like some quarter like claw machine bunny rabbit. And then the dad's like, "Everyone off except you, as you and you." <laughs> like, why didn't you just say family meeting or something? Yeah, everyone off except you, 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 and you. You could stay. Yeah, so like two guys exit. Yeah, three of the yeah, two to three of the guys on the bus leave, and they know what's gonna happen anyway. So it's yeah. not like they needed to be in there. But uh, yeah, he gets mad, tells them they can't see each other, fires homeboy uh, from the band. They keep their love a secret. Selena's just getting more famous. They decide to get married, mm-hmm. um, and they, of, of course, behind Abraham's back. And that's like the big thing. She tells her dad, and he's okay with it. Yeah, after all that, he tells her that story. He's like, "I went to the beach and I cried and I cried." Yeah, and she, he's like, "Do you remember that?" He's like, "Do you remember where we walked?" Like, how do you remember that? I don't know. Well, they lived in Corpus Christi. Like, maybe they would always go there. Or something. Maybe so. I, I could have been their spot. I don't know. I'm assuming, but yeah, he's okay with it. He's okay with the marriage. Everything's happy. Then she's blowing up. She gets nominate, nominated for a Grammy. She's mm-hmm. doing her own clothing line. She's the biggest she's ever been at the age of 23. She's running that boutique. She's running a boutique, and then she gets her. She allows her killer to come into her life, Yolanda. Do you feel like they should have had her more in there, or do you think there was a reason why? She, I mean, she had a small role. I mean, as big as of an impact that she had on her life, it was just like. Maybe 20 minutes of the movie. Shit, she ended her life. Well, you know, I'm just saying. Like, oh, I think they just kept up like with the timeline. Because that lady wasn't really... That lady came into her life. She probably knew her for like a year before she killed her. I guess so, yeah. I mean, just the fact that she was like the 
the president of the fan club, and then like they in the movie they make it seem like they're really close, like she's getting her feet done. Oh, she was uh, just nice, you know. I think so, they were just Selena was just like nice. She probably felt bad for her, you know. She's like, "You ugly pig, let's do your feet." Yeah, she was clowning on her, dude. You didn't hear? Her. She's like, "You oh, yeah, look like the, iron." Oh <laughs> they yeah, look like, just, yeah, they, have, they look like little iron. So you just need some uh, wrinkled shirts in here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's like clowning her. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn. Um, yeah, but she lets that chick in her life, and that was it, man. Or I wouldn't say she lets her in her life. She was hired. I mean, the lady was obviously like a sick psychopath who was a liar she stole money from the she was stealing money yeah before that yeah she had a troubled past you know it slipped through the background check or whatever Mm because it was settled out of court or you know yeah that lady was just that was it that was the end of her man and um she won a grammy you know yeah she she won a grammy but i did like the scene I, i love that scene where they she goes to the mall and like she goes into that store, which I don't think stores are like that at the mall, where they're like, kind of like high end, where you go in and uh, you know it's yeah. all fancy. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I, in I, California. I, I mean, maybe there. I don't know. I never seen that at the Barton Creek. I just see empty stores and ACC coming soon. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so they go in there, and they're like looking at the dresses, and they're like, oh, you know, this is not. No, I don't have the chest for that. Blah blah blah. Then they find the dress that they'd like, and they're like, um, excuse me, miss, can we get this off the mannequin? That white lady, she plays a good, well, I guess it wasn't that hard of a stretch for her, but she plays like that uh, snotty white person. She plays person. herself. Yeah, snotty white people. And Catherine, uh, we just need you to be yourself. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's like, what's going on in this scene? Well, these two Mexican girls, she's like, what would they be doing in this store? She, they, she didn't even know. She was. She's not even an actress. Like They just went in there with like, hidden cameras and uh-huh. <laughs> they filmed that scene. All right, J-Lo, we need you to go in there and uh, pretend to be buying a dress. Okay. And then uh-huh. that, they, that, they just knew what was going to happen. That fucking white lady comes up to her. You're not, yeah. you don't want that. That's $800. She's like, can we just try it on? So, yeah, then um, that guy... That guy pops up. He's holding all the boxes, I guess, dresses or whatever. And he's like, uh, "Selena, Selena's taki." Dude, I would have been pissed if I was that that uh, guy's boss. Oh, <laughs> and they showed all those workers like just running, like leaving their jobs to go fucking get See, their Selena. autograph signed. I was like, "Dude," I was like, "Get to work, <laughs> fuck." But I I like that old lady, dude. I love that part where that old lady's like, "Selena." Uh, she's like it's like a, it's, i don't know i guess they're like cooks or something somewhere uh, and she's like short with glasses and she's kind of chunky she's like selena she's and then anyways i wish i worked at that mall i wish i was a boss in that mall i would have been laying off some employees <laughs> i don't give a fuck who's who's in the store uh, they're like that's selena she's here for the grammys the grammys oh yeah that lady's like who's selena yeah and she's like excuse me miss she's like we don't need the dress. And it would have been funnier if they had like a Mexican lady playing that role. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know. I like when they can take, uh, you know, they can do stuff like that to the white people. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, it's true. I don't uh, know. Uh, but yeah, that was a funny scene. It's always nice to like, you know, kind of get somebody back without even trying yeah that's what i meant it's like you, t- you took a jab at you know people who are like racist towards the mexicans mm-hmm. in your uh, own sense but yeah so they do that she wins a grammy and then she goes back and they find out yolanda stealing money that thief yeah and there's also record 
No, no, now what kind of records did they mean? Like like money records or they mean like album records? I think they were bank statements, Papa. Oh, see, I, I didn't know. Shit, everything back then was a paper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they had a... They didn't have iPhones to just with apps to track it, all their stuff on there. Yeah, and she's like, <clears throat> she can't believe it. And then, uh, oh, uh, don't forget them when they, when the, those people are like, we want to buy Selena a gift from all of us. And then she goes and buys that ugly ass ring. She steals their money and says yeah. it's from her. Yeah. She's like, oh, it's a little egg. Uh, night, nice, thanks. Cold blooded. Yeah. She probably, honestly, she probably just kept that money and fucking bought her like the fucking cheapest ring she could find. Oh, I'm pretty sure. I'll keep, I'll keep me a couple grand. Spend a hundred bucks on a gift for Selena. Do you remember seeing that on TV when uh, that la- they had that lady, uh, I don't know if it was live or if it was just the news coverage, mm. but she was like sitting in her truck and she was like, had a gun to her head. I remember mm. seeing it when I was little. Honestly, I don't think so. No? I don't think I remember one thing I didn't know when I looked up um, videos of the real of what really happened, I didn't know that Selena. I mean, she got shot, obviously, but I didn't know that she made it all the way to like the front desk, mm-hmm. and they said she was crawling in and barely made it in there. And then some some worker recognized who she was, called nine one one. Yeah, she. Um, so I don't know why I was like reading into her death, and uh, this is a while back. But basically, an, uh, the bullet Yolanda shot her in the back, in the shoulder. So I I don't think she was trying to kill her, right? I mm-hmm. think she was just gonna shoot her. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what she was thinking. But she shoots her in the shoulder once, and basically Selena it hit an artery. You have like a little artery running in, you know, on your left side. You have arteries that come mm-hmm. from your leg. If you get shot in your leg, you could actually die uh, if it hits the, your main artery. And so you, and you have an artery that runs from your shoulder into your heart. So I think she shot that artery. And basically collapsed and all the you know she just died from losing so much blood and, she, and, and once your veins collapse you can't there's nothing they can do to i thought she was shot in the stomach no oh. she was shot I, I don't know why i was looking it up one time but yeah she died from a shoulder i looked up uh i i heard about this uh howard stern did you know that he like he ripped on her like right after she died no nah, what he said yeah um well this guy at work was telling me and I looked it up, and so the day after her death, uh, you know, Robin was like, Howard, did you hear about this? The 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 Tejano world mourns as uh, the, uh, Selena Quintanilla passed away. They said that she was make, basically like the Mexican Madonna and this and that. And Howard's like, oh, yeah, she's hot. And then he was just like, he's like, but Mexican people, he's like, they, they don't have no, uh, they don't know what good music is and this and that. And then, like, towards the end, he was just like, him and some other guy were, like, basically, like, talking like Mexicans as um they were like talking like Mexicans you know like how you you make the uh stereotypical uh accent hmm. and they were like oh yes 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 see see anyway so it, it turned out that he had to he like apologized for all that hmm. and uh I don't know I was listening to it and I was like dang it's cold but this was back in like 95 probably when he was worse than what he is now yeah well I don't know I mean I think he still has a pretty big following but he is no longer around the radio waves. I mean, I liked Howard, though. I mean, I, I'm not going to hate on him. I've watched him before. He's pretty funny. Well, that concludes our Selena discussion. Anything else to add? Uh, I will add that uh, I do like that movie. 
Mm-hmm. I love that movie. So, yeah. Overall, um, uh, I I did like it. I, I was watching it. I thought it was. I thought it, honestly, in my opinion, it was really good filmmaking. I don't. I didn't even yeah. look into the director too much, but I think he did a good job making that movie. Do you feel like it's because you're Mexican, growing up in Texas, that it hits home to you sometimes? Eh, I don't know. I feel like it's. I mean, like if I had, if my parents didn't listen to Tejano, I probably wouldn't care to watch this movie. But since I grew up with it, even though I didn't know what they were always singing and saying. It's like it, it kind of like rings a bell like, oh, yeah, that's that's that music that, you know, we listen to. Yeah. I mean, Selena was big all over, especially in the Latin community. And, you know, us being Latinos, we're, we heard, we, you know, we listen to the music for sure. So, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just wish they would stop exploiting her. Let her rest in peace. But I guess, you know, the money's there. Why not? Yeah, I mean, uh, you got to look at it from both ways. Uh, you know, some people might see it as an exploitation, but then also some people like like her fans are like, they like the movie and they want to like, that's how her memory lives on through all this media. You know, they're making a new TV show or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, people are going to watch that and enjoy it and they're going to get to like relive her life. So yeah. it's just, you can look at it like that. And it's, it's also a celebration of her life. It's It's a movie. You know, how many of us are immortalized on the big screen? Um, that's one thing that's, Cause towards the end of the movie, dude. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I got sad. I was, I was, I had some tears rolling down my cheek. But then I also thought, you know, in her uh, 23 years of life, she lived a life that none of us would. Most people on this planet would never live. So it was a short life. But dude, she experienced things and she found levels of, of success and happiness that I mean, I could only hope to achieve one day. So. No, I mean, I understand. And, and with that, that that's what kind of was like, you know, and, and it was all wrapped up in a nice two-hour movie, so. Yeah. Overall, I, I would suggest if you like, if you're a fan of hers, never seen it, or I don't know, I would say so. Give it a watch. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and end the podcast. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. I don't know what we're going to be <laughs> talking about. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully something something good or something trash i don't know i feel like trashing something yeah we can watch a bad movie anyways anyone's uh if anyone has any suggestions or you know wants us to you know talk about a movie that you like uh leave it in the leave it comment get on our facebook page like us comment and let us know what's going on so appreciate it uh, signing out peace out have a good one adios adios and goodbye <laughs>